have a very special guest in the house. We have Tiffany. So excited to meet you and have you here. I didn't know you were in Nashville. That's so exciting. Yes, I'm a local. I mean, it so, makes sense. Music you know, city. Now we're friends, guys. So I mean, you have it. me now. This is that's what it. we do. This is it. It's like small town celebrity, big town, big city. Yes. I am outside of Nashville a little bit. Um, my son went to Western in Kentucky. Oh, okay. So I'm on that side of the world. Oh. All my friends are more Franklin, Brent, She's yeah, this Nashville side of the girl. world. <laughs> but I do come out here quite often. Of course, it's got the mall here. Yes. As, I was, pulling, as I was pulling it, my, my fiance would never <laughs> let me live this close to a mall. Oh, really? At, oh, no, I'd be there every day. Are well, you kidding me? And this one's good. At least this one is like the chill, like oh, normal I mall. Yes, I don't think I've been it. in this mall. <gasps> what? I mean, I always go this to the is Green like Hills your Mall. Quintessential, like, the mall, mall you grew the up mall. with. The kind of mall, mall. you might have sang yes. in. Yeah, oh, okay. when you were little. Little. yeah I would have rocked go. it. Now I just rock it. Now I just go in there and shop. There you shoes. go. Yeah, there I love the shoes, yes. Oh, That's oh, what you guys, the mall tour You guys have me. a lot in common. Oh, yes. <laughs> I am not a shoe girl. I, I buy have the same them shoes and then like I the wear them for like five minutes on stage. And then but I see, y'all are part of the Tiny Feet Club. I'm over here and like, this is God's way of keeping me frugal because I have skis for feet and... Wait, so you only wear, you usually perform barefoot? I usually perform barefoot. I wear these glamorous, fantastic shoes and then take them off. I take them off <laughs> after the first number. Yeah. So are you do the you wiki feet guys will often love you. repeat yeah, no kidding. You are you on wiki feet? I'm not. Oh, yeah. I bet you are, and you don't even Ooh, know. She's gonna look probably, it up right now. Maybe. Watch me. I didn't know this was a real thing. I oh. thought this was an absolute joke until um, someone was like, "Well, I was directing a TV show, iCarly, and I had to have the actresses barefoot, and they were like really upset about their wiki score. What would happen to their wiki score? Oh, I was like, now I'm getting wiki oh, feet score. Oh, the bright you have five star feet. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's got five stars. She's got five star feet. Nice. Wait, oh. show her. Show her the both the of app. you. Okay, I'm gonna look this it? up because I didn't even know this existed. No, it's a website. Wikifeet.com oh, or dot .org. I'm, I'm kicking it on there and I didn't even know. Right? Jeez. Who knew? Who knew? I, I literally had no I idea. I need to get involved in my career. I don't understand what's happening. Well, I mean, we could all, oh, you wait, and I could both be foot models apparently. So, yeah. We should go. I love it. That. I did get a pedicure. So and you've got your go. flamingo and socks on. And I've got on. my flamingo socks. Christmas represent a little Florida. Wait, this it's kind we, of like the flamingos have socks on too. <laughs> they do. In case it got cold. Never gets cold in Florida, but maybe. That's so I'm cute. there all the time. So, yeah, you're five stars. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Representing the part of team. It says you. It does, I didn't realize how intrusive this is. It has your birthday on there and also that you wear a size eight and a half. <laughs> I don't wear a size eight and a half. Oh, I wear they're a wrong. Seven and a half to an eight. What does it have for but me? But I have this thing about my feet. Whatever shoe, it just seems to it, fit. Oh, I, I like make it work. The sisterhood of the traveling shoe. Yes. I make it work. Like uh, like one of the stepsisters, Cinderella's stepsisters. It just, says you're a six. Yeah, that's, that's right. That is Correct. Tiny feet. She does have tiny yeah. feet. I was a seven, then I went to a seven and a half, and now I find it, depending on the shoe, more comfortable an eight. Okay. So I only, my shoe size changed when I started doing ballet again as an adult, like in my 20s when I was doing Sabrina, like late years of Sabrina. I got a ballet teacher to come to the set and me and my friend would do ballet together. And by doing like all my releves and stuff, I think I built up the muscle, the arch in my foot again. Ah, And nice. I shrunk yeah. to like a five and a half. Oh. But then after kids oh, and shrunk. age and, yeah. and gaining weight, I kind of went to a six and a half. So it kind of goes between a five and a half and a six Mine and a half. Mine kind of got a little wider. Yeah. Not I really mean, longer. Just gravity, but... weight, all yeah, those things. Really. I think it just, cha kids changed mine. Mm -hmm. You know, people always warned me that when I got pregnant that my feet would change size. And I was like, no, no. With my first one, it didn't happen. I was like, great. With the twins, 
now one is a half size bigger than the other. <laughs> one of your oh, one of my yeah. feet is bigger than I think that's normal though. Mine is not. I don't think I noticed normal. that. My eye got weird after my pregnancy. Mine too. <laughs> like this side just kind of got a little stranger. Yeah, like a drooped a little bit. Really? It's not from Botox. <laughs> It really did. It like something happened. I don't know. Gosh. My mom, they, a lot of people used to ask my mom because my mom had seven kids and people would always say around me when I was younger, I remember hearing people always say like, oh, if I get pregnant, they say that your foot grows a size with every mm -hmm. baby. And my mom was always like, then I would have a ginormous <laughs> foot. Like you're like, I, it would have grown seven sizes. Yeah. So it's not true. No, only one of mine did in half a size. Yeah. So. There I think that's just from the weight. And I honestly, I think it's the collapse of the arches. It like when like, surely your is. foot is only a certain size, right? But like when your foot collapses, it's going to, you know, so if you can keep those arches up by doing your relevés while you're brushing your teeth or whatever. I'm that old person now who has custom orthotics in all of her shoes. I love it. You're 37. I, I mean, but hey. You're so old. Got to support those arches. Support those arches. You gotta support those support arches. them. Make the feet comfy. I tried to wear heels the other day. I tried to wear boots that used to be my comfy boots when I would go out. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell happened yeah. either to my feet or these shoes? We don't wear heels anymore. I can't wear like the real spiky heel anymore. I had to get. But every year I donate and auction off for Children's Miracle Network oh. my old shoes. That's really? so it works out. You know, shoes with a purpose yes. now. Yes. But I can't do the spiky heel anymore. I can do platforms. Oh, but they're so But do you repeat like on stage and stuff? Will you wear the same shoes twice? Or are you like a one and done? I do. Well, I mean, because, you know, you, I just, I'm... I'm not. I'm not frivolous. I like to, you know, spend some money yeah. and then use the product. Investment pieces, you know. So I'm like, yes, yes exactly. Um, and I usually don't. I mean, I love everything for thrift storing to high end. Um, but you know, we are for me, be great friends. I just, I just <laughs> noticed that platforms are better. Jessica Simpsons are really great. Oh yeah, she. I, I can't wear her. They're shoes. really comfortable for me. So because I have giant feet. Oh, uh, does she only make? And they run a little small. And yeah, my big feet do not work in her little adorable shoes. Aww. My sister loves the Jessica Simpson yes, shoes too. Yes, I do too. I'm addicted to her shoes. So, you know, it's moderately priced. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Um, but all my spiky heels, they go on auction. What about Sarah Jessica Parker? Does anyone like her line? I, I do think like yeah. I, I think I have tried. one pair. I, I have one, one or two pairs, I think, okay. actually. Something tells me they don't come in giant. Yeah, I don't know. You know, Betsy Johnson, I interviewed Betsy Johnson once a long time ago. I'm obsessed with Betsy Johnson. Oh, I wore a lot amazing. of her stuff on my show, Clarissa. Mm -hmm. And um, and I got to interview her for Nickelodeon back in the day. And then I've been to a few of her birthday parties, and I just adore that woman. But um, when I interviewed her, it was really interesting to learn that she, first of all, does every, or she used to at least, do every style in black, as well as everything, uh, like all the colors and patterns that she'll do. Hmm. Like she always do like the florals, right, and bright colors right. and stuff. But she also always does everything in black. And she always did it in tiny, tiny sizes because she mainly wanted it like, um, like she'll go from tiny to bigger. I don't know how big she goes up, but she did it for, because she always wanted to dress ballerinas, I think was what she said. Um, Something about dancers. Like, she did a lot of tutus. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I have a, my prom dress was hers and it was really? like, it had like I a tutu I want to say she effect. used to go to like a size, tw it said 12, but I'm pretty sure it was more like a 8, 10. Yeah. Probably a smaller. And then she, I think she did like a double zero or something. So she always went like yeah. really small and then up a little bit. But yeah, not. Um, but it was mainly because she wanted to dress dancers. So that Interesting. Was, yeah, right? Fun fact. So we have, okay. Will you tell us about the start of your career? <laughs> like I want to hear about where At it a all mall. began. There you go. Not yes. this mall, but uh, close by here. But uh, yeah, that's oh, yeah, kind of how you, I. Did you grow up here? I grew up in Norwalk, California. I'm oh, a California okay. girl. Okay. So. But I started coming to Nashville when I was 10. Oh, wow. Started singing when I was nine. 
parents knew nothing about the industry. They just knew you had a good voice. Or... I just drove them nuts <laughs> singing all the time from the time I was two years old. Really, that was my thing. And performed. I was a dancer. Okay. So Tahitian. I did some tap, some ballet, but not really a ballerina. So what she's saying is she's a triple threat. Yeah. I was I was just a, a ham, basically. I just love to entertain. And I was the only one in my family. So, you know, my grandfather used to be, oh, babe, please go sit down. See what Mimi has in the kitchen. Give you a cookie. You know, because I was always like singing. Look and at listening me. To, look at yeah, me. Yeah, always. And um, that led to my stepfather when my parents got married, he just kind of noticed that I was always singing and I was always in my bedroom practicing, you know, and I didn't really play an instrument, but we had a neighbor who I became really good friends with and her parents were entertainers and they frequented going to Vegas. They were from Texas, country music. Um, and my dad, of course, our parents got to know each other. My dad kind of invested in one of their singles. Oh. So they had a, like a, going on tour party. Um, and of course, my girlfriend, Tracy, who's still my one of my besties today, she got up and she played piano really beautifully and sang and her uh, brother Shane sang. And so it was a very musical family. Um, my stepdad was like, well, Tiffany likes to sing. Just have her get up there. And so I did. I got up and sang and the whole room went quiet oh. because I had like a voice of a 30 year old. Right. But I was only nine. And they were like, uh, <laughs> she should do something with this. So they really kind of, you know, helped my dad a little bit and encouraged my family to do something with my talent. And that started me singing with bands yeah. at the VFW clubs, okay. the fair, Del Mar Fair in San Diego. And somehow word of mouth, I got to meet Hoyt Axton, who said, you should come to Nashville. My mom's a May Axton. She's very instrumental and Faith Hill, on and on and on and on, Elvis, on, you know, um, and she's helped with a lot of these careers, so maybe she could do something with you. So that was the first time for me to come to Nashville. No way. At 10. We went That's back awesome. and forth for a year, but my mom was pregnant, and my dad, of course, had a, a company. So you were recording an album at the time? I was recording demos at oh, okay. the time, but finding material at 10 mm -hmm. was kind of hard. Yeah. I remember I did the Ralph Emery show here, and I was singing like... Your good girl's gonna go bad, no. <laughs> and he commented no, on it. A little was inappropriate. Like, this, you know, material's a little, you know, too much for a little girl. And I was like, ah, oh, they just oh, this is what they gave me. me. Yeah. Um, so you know, it didn't work out. But that was kind of my first time in Nashville, and since then, I've just kept coming back. Really, wow. came back in the early '90s um, for songwriting. So you always and I've loved been here, it here now too. for 17 years. 17, yeah. wow. But, you know, after going country and going back to California, country music wasn't really the base there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so I struggled to find a manager. I struggled to find where we would go next. And I was recording, actually, in a studio in Burbank where I met George Tobin uh, to be, you know, my producer eventually and taking me to MCA, getting my first record deal at 14. Wow. And again, they didn't know what to do with me. I was doing clubs in New York and like, you know, living the life in New York. And you were like, yeah. I'm 14. But I'm 14, <laughs> so I was ushered out of the club. Uh, but the music did really well. So, you know. Um, and yeah, at this was, point, are you playing your own, you're singing your own songs? Now, I wasn't or? singing. I was singing, I think we're alone now. I saw him standing there. Could have been none of which I wrote. Okay. Um, but, you know, that was kind of like the three, three songs. But it was new. It was new music. So it, was it was new music. And, you know, it was doing really, really well. And radio was starting to pick up. I think we're alone now. 
But there really was, how do we progress? How do we work this artist? She's 14. She can't get into clubs. Um, so I was going to lose my record deal, actually, until one of the A&R guys on my project was walking through the mall and thought, they have hair shows, they have fashion shows. Why not the mall? And when it was presented to me, I, you know, of course, jumped at it saying, well, that's where I hang out anyway. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, my These girlfriend are my and I, we and they were like, the mall and perfect. looked at fashion we couldn't afford and hot guys. And, and you started like I a spent whole thing the then store. because a lot of yeah. people went on to do that then. So by discovering that avenue, like it opened up the doors for a lot of people, including like, I mean, NSYNC and oh, all yeah. them. Like they went out and played. I mean, I did autograph signings at malls when I was on Clarissa. Mm-hmm. So um, it was the place it, to be. It became the place because of you. Yeah. You like pioneered that yeah. kind of avenue for Saved by the mall. younger there you go. talent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it made me a mean shopaholic, though. though seriously, it really did. Because <laughs> I loved it. I loved that I could just eat pizza, not gain any weight. Meet oh, people, what it's go off like and to look have at a stores, metabolism. and then come back and do like another set. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was really sad when the mall tour had to stop because it just got too packed. How long I, did you do it? For about a year. Okay, really, it was almost a year. It was like a summer, and then we went into, you know, like the end of the summer, and we kept it going through the holiday, um, and then we tried to do it into the be, you know, the next summer, but. It was getting too. It crazy. was getting too crazy. So we were doing like venues. let's move this to some arenas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. But it was you know there was something about it that was just so intimate. And again, I made lifelong friends. Yeah, there. So you know. So I, oh my gosh, so many questions are like popping in my head. Well, who like so now I'm just thinking about like you and your music and your influence, and it was like you were like the Taylor Swift of our time, like. Is there an artist like Taylor Swift or someone that you see yourself in maybe that um, you see like, uh, you know, sort of the sort of the the next generation of doing what you did? But um, of course, nowadays, there's like there's just so much more exposure with social media and whatnot. Like, is there an artist out there that you really like or? Oh, there's tons of artists that I like. I mean, I grew up. Wanting to be Stevie Nicks, that yeah. was that oh. was my jam. Yeah, uh, Pat Benatar. Yeah, uh, Ann Wilson from Heart. Yeah, these were the girls that I had all over my bedroom walls, mm-hmm. wanting to be. Uh, Did later you get to on, meet all of them? I've gotten to meet uh, Ann Wilson. She's lovely. Stevie, I've met many times. Last time I met her. She asked me, how's your music and how's it going? I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> You're like, oh, I totally she knows who I am. I love that. <laughs> I was like, ah, you know, best day ever. Oh so, she, you know, that means a lot to me. Yeah. You know, is when, especially when you meet your idols and they're nice. Yeah. Because I've met a lot of people and sometimes they're not. Yeah. And you're just like, ah. I know they say never meet your heroes. Yeah. But ways. I, she's wonderful. So, Yay. Um, Pat Benatar, I've not met, but I was just in Mexico and she was on the bill, just kind of didn't get a chance. She oh, left no. the next day, but I did get to see her show. She's amazing still. Oh my gosh. I would so love lots of that. encouragement, lots of inspiration, you know, just for me as an artist, keep going. Yeah. Um, these are all str- very strong women. Yeah. You know, they've been up and down and all. And know how to reinvent yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's like a big, so yeah. they're still my heroes. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of young artists that I like today. Taylor Swift, of course. Um, I love how she's just taking over the world. Yeah, she really is. Um, Legitimately taking yeah, over. You know, I have world. a shirt. You know? I didn't wear it in time for the game when her uh, her boyfriend played his brother. But I have a shirt that says. Wait, that's this weekend. Isn't it, uh, no, it already happened. Oh. No, it was a, f- it was a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, 
uh, it's I have a shirt. It hasn't come in the mail yet. But I'm dying. For, I think I ordered it, but it says, um, "Let's go." Taylor's boyfriend's brother. So basically, <laughs> it should say like, let's go Eagles, but it's yeah. like, let's go Taylor. I just, I just think it's hilarious. I love it. I, I think she's just really good for young girls and the transition and how she did it. Because yeah. again, you know, for me as an artist, when I was started turning 16, 17 and 18, there was that problem. Well, mm -hmm. she's not a young girl. The growing anymore. up aspect of it. How do you do that? So basically it was bye bye. You know, you're not needed anymore. Um, and of course I did it all wrong. I mean, I dyed my hair black and had bustiers and well, cause you had this kind of like, came out fighting. Do you think you had bit. like an arrested development in a way, like almost like Britney yeah. did the same thing. Like a lot yeah. of us, I feel like I had my like delayed rebellion in like my twenties, but mine was very controlled and like not cool. I mean, not like, you know, it wasn't tabloid. It wasn't enough tabloid. Let's put it that way. Right. Well, I think you both went the maxim route. Oh, that's right. I did Playboy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you so, did Playboy. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And that, and that was later on, actually, when I was still working records. I mean, I was in my 20s. I had my son. And, you know. Oh, wow. You would had a baby? I had a baby at 21. Okay. So, I mean, I kind of like, I didn't want to say let, left the music industry, but by 1920. You'd stepped back a bit. I had stepped back a bit. You know, I had a great house in Tustin. I bought Chuck Norris's old property. Ooh. I loved, I'm a hippie dippy doo, so I love nature. So I was just like hanging out amongst the eucalyptus trees, you know, <laughs> um, in Orange County and just kind of, I, I started songwriting at that time, started doing some cooking, started doing, developing me. Yeah. Because I really hadn't had yeah, a chance to you do had that. Yeah, time. Um, and then ended up pregnant and had my son and I wasn't really, you know, in a rush to get back into the industry, although I wanted to. And then I kind of got the aspect of, well, you're a new mom, so you're not going to be no. able to tour and you're not going to be. And I was like, mm, don't really agree with that. I think I can make up my mind my for myself. go on the road with me like all my heroes. Show like a bunch Gabby of, Wynette yeah, and you're right. Kind and, of, you know, because I do come from country background. Yeah. So I was like, uh, no, that's not fair. Like we, we muster right. on, we you can know, do what we can do. Um, we do it all. And so, you know, I just kind of, that set wrong with me. So I was really determined to get back into the music industry then. And I started songwriting and just working with different songwriters, um, but on the download with my band and growing a little bit um, as a songwriter and finding what what makes me tick mm. really as an artist. And then came back to Nashville in the early 90s um, and did the whole songwriting thing. Yeah. So um do you enjoy the songwriting process or do you still like seek out other, do you look for other people? I enjoy the songwriting process. Yeah. I enjoy working for, you know, myself writing albums um, on different dance to, to some countries, whatever comes out. Yeah. Having my own studio now and my home, it's, it's freeing. Yeah. I love it. It's whatever comes out of me that day. I can just get it out there. Yeah. Um, you know, but also writing for other artists and allowing them to just kind of take it and do their own thing. Yeah. They go on the road. Get the paycheck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, I've written for a, a couple people that are in other countries. And, you know, cool. again, seeing that their whole career taking off and how they're working it. And yeah. it's, it's different because you're not really a part of it. Yeah. So I'm not in my head thinking of all the other stuff yeah, yeah. that goes along. I get to just enjoy it from somebody else. Yeah, it's great. So it's really Watch cool. Watch it through the window. Yeah. So oh, Amanda, I it's holiday season. It is. You know what that means? It means shopping. 
I love shopping. And I feel like I'm almost done with my holiday shopping because of the Skims Holiday Gift Shop. It has made things so easy. So much easier, I right? I may or may not have bought myself some stocking stuffers for the brain to put in my stocking. There you go. You have to do it. I mean... Sometimes you have to buy your own gifts. And then you know what? If you buy it early enough, you forget that you even got it. And then it's a surprise on the day. It's so great. And but the Skims know, Holiday Collection is mwah, chef's kiss. Yes, these these collections have been designed for the whole family. Skims is creating the next generation Underwear, loungewear, and shapewear. Literally for every body, including men now, too. My favorite part of the holiday season is bundling up with the whole family for holiday card picks and cozy nights around the fire. So I got us all the matching loungewear from Skims. Ooh. Even the dog can get in on it. That's so Isn't cute. Isn't that fun? I personally got the um, pajama set for myself in smoke. It's the sparkle print. It's Ooh, so yeah. comfortable. It was really hard to put it back in the box and wrap it up. <laughs> That's awesome. Your favorite skim staples like Fits Everybody, Cotton, Soft Lounge, and Sleep are now available in cheerful colors and festive prints, you guys. And it's available in all sizes from XXS all the way up to 4X. And there's unisex styles, and they even start a newborn sizing in the children's side. And, and your dogs. Isn't that crazy? The whole family. It's the best. So Skims makes holiday shopping so easy with styles for everyone in the family. And the Skims Holiday Gift Shop is the destination for all your gifting needs. Yeah, believe the hype. Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason, people. And the Holiday Shop is open right now at skims.com. Plus, you get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. Select podcast in the survey and be sure to select what women binge in the drop-down menu that follows. Yeah, so don't forget, skims.com. Go there for all your holiday shopping. And while you're in there, select podcast and let them know that we sent you WWB, What Women Binge. Uh, there's two things I'm very curious about because I was asked to do them and never did them, but you did. And I want to know how the experience was. Um, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Yes. In Australia. Um, Crazy. Crazy. How long were you crazy, there? scary. I was there for almost a month. Okay. So 19 days in the jungle for me. Like oh, in wow. uh, southern Australia? And I went to um, the Kruger National Park okay. in South Africa. Oh, South Africa. Yes. They okay, take the sure. Aussies out of, uh, you know, Australia to make it something that it's not, okay. you know, nor the wow. norm for them and put them in South Africa. Okay. And so it was, you know, the first day we arrived, we got into camp. Um, I was into by all the bushes and the foliage. And I was like, creepy. Don't really like my spot. But okay. <laughs> and it was the first reality TV show that I'd ever really done that they just really watch you. You know, usually some reality TV shows, they've they had it. They feed you right. stuff. Or, You're crafty. Yeah. You know, you have all this stuff. And if you need something, production comes Oh, it's in. literally just like observation. Oh, it's, it's like National Geographic. They don't come in unless they really have to. Unless like a leopard's about to eat your face. Yes, pretty much. And I sat there with Jackie Gillis, who became a really good friend of mine. She's house Melbourne Houseburns, okay. um, Housewives yeah. of Melbourne. And... Um, we were just we were kind of chatting a little bit, and there, we I, at night we kept hearing these noises. Oh no! And I said to her, "I could do without the sound effects, you know. I mean, I know they're like filtering those in." <laughs> like, and she's like, "I don't think that they are." And the next day we had a briefing on baboons and how they don't <gasps> like women. So yeah. if you saw one, don't look at them; they'll attack you, eat your face off. Not good. Yeah. And that they were real. They have like a bunch of different. Um, They're starting to surround you guys because you had trash, probably. Yeah, I mean they. Well, they have like uh, you know forest rangers around, mm, right. around all of park rangers, mm -hmm. all around the campsite, 
just watching for baboons, venomous snakes, spider, like all of it is there. I would not. What kind of things did you have to do? Like survival things? The first day that we were there, so the first, very first day, of course, they take you. I fly in. I don't like to fly. So I've been flown with my fiance. He flew me to Johannesburg. And then from there, he left because it's a closed set, of course. And then I had this briefing. A nurse came. And then they had me sign all this stuff about respirators and air, Ooh. you know, life flight. And I was like, are You're we like going to need all of this? And she's like, well, you might. And I was like, mm, what did I do? Oh, geez. So, you know, oh I mean, but they are very professional. You know, you do feel secure, but it's scary. That's like the rela- you know, yeah. realization mm-hmm. of what am I doing? And then they were like, okay, so tomorrow's flight. And I'm like, flight? What flight? And they're like, oh, you're doing this little hopper plane. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't do any of that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you do. So they sent somebody to fly with me who, of course, were sitting there at the airport. And it's a tiny little plane. And um, her name was Renee. She's lovely. But she goes, I'm so glad that you're such a nice person because I don't like to fly. And you're oh, like, oh, no. of course. I was like, nobody reads their memos. Nobody's reading yeah. their emails. You're like, thanks um, a lot. So we, I, I did that. We ended up having a kind of a drama flight. There was fog. They couldn't land. We had to circle. I mean, it was all of that. Uh-huh. I was like, cool. This is how this is going to go. And we landed. Of course, they do hair and makeup and all that stuff. They put you in a private resort away from the cast. Oh. So you kind of feel isolated. Isolated. Then they take your you phone feel a little crazy. Away. Yeah. No All connection. But again, you're in this beautiful resort in South Africa. It's it's wonderful. But you start feeling alone right yeah. away. You know, the girl who sings, I think we're alone now. I, yeah. don't, I yeah. don't find that funny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. Um, and like, then I think we I'm did alone hair now. and makeup. And they drove me down to this beautiful beach. And I, of course, have my my dress on and everything and they do your walk-in where you meet the rest of your team because they split you up in teams at first. And um, we did all of that. I met uh, Shannon Knowles and Jackie Gillis and um, they were like, okay, great. And we cut after that. Then they're like, great. So we're going to take you back. We're going to put a wetsuit on you and we're going to do our first, I forget what they call it, but basically your first challenge. And I was like, Today, we're doing a challenge today. I didn't know about the challenge today. And they're like, yes, we're going to do. See that bridge over there? You're going to jump off of that bridge oh, no. into Bull Shark. <gasps> then you're going to pull yourself out of the water and you're going to get on a kayak. And I'm like, this is going to be good what comedy because none of that is going to be that effortless for me. <sighs> so when we got up to the bridge, I literally was like panicking. And they were like, yeah. who wants to do this first? And my hand went up for some reason because I You're just like, felt like if, I don't, over if I don't do it, I'm going to chick it out. Yeah. Um, and I went first. And they literally, I mean, of course, you know, they go through everything, but you're not really hearing it. Yeah. And at first I went to dive and I went to dive head first, which could be, you know, everybody goes, oh, don't do that, you know. So when I did finally, they you walk off the walk off the bridge like oh my gosh you did it one foot the other foot and you're supposed to stand straight and just go straight into the water that didn't happen for me were you just flailing? I went backwards and let me tell you I hit that water and it smacks oh, the back of your head but they all just the back of oh, my your booty my booty and, it's like hitting cement but all I could think about was there's sharks in the water so you propels you to the you know top 
But getting on that kayak, I'm not strong in my arms. I'm more strong in my legs. Wait, you're trying to get in a kayak from the water. After yes. you just jumped Which in. Which is just shark-infested like water. I was all the kayak, and I oh kept drowning gosh. myself. With the, it's comedy. <laughs> Oh, there's they, no one in it hold, helping you? There's no one in no. it. No. Oh, it was comedy for me. This isn't like me. a race or anything, right? It's just, you just have to do it. You eventually, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it you're turns supposed to that. do it in a time frame. But, you know, for me, I just kept drowning myself with the kayak. I'd be like, you're lucky I'm doing any of it. You're and lucky I jumped. finally I got on the kayak. I think it was Shannon who jumped in. He did his dive and then helped us girls in. <sighs> um, but, yeah, I mean, you could feel kind of the sharks underneath you a little oh. bit. But they didn't. They, they didn't do anything. They did have people in the water to kind of like kick yeah. them yeah, yeah, in yeah, case yeah. they got too close. But they're real. They were there. Did you? So would you do it again? Looking back? Oh, no, probably no. not. Have I you mean, seen the special so forces show? Melissa made the right choice. Yeah, I feel like I'm I made the right choice. It, you know what? I can't believe I was that brave. It was good for me at the time because I wanted to challenge myself as a person. Yeah. And I needed to do that crazy yeah. thing to grow. I feel like even five I mean, or I six years ago, I would have done it. Tubes of in darkness with snakes and oh, spiders. Okay, and no, not no, thank knowing you. what was underneath. No, thank there. you. Snakes putting your hands in no. things that again there was spiders and snakes. That, <laughs> you know, as the Gross. show went on, no. I ended up leaving. Like I said, nineteen days in, <sighs> but they ended what up having to eat point? spiders and like uh, the breaking point. Really, for me was. It was the I was kind of situated by the continual fire. Yeah. And the smoke really got to me. Um, you know, as being a singer, you would think I'd be strong lung wise. But um I had pneumonia a lot as a kid. Oh. Just because my parents back in the seventies and eighties, chronic smoking, no no one rolled down the windows. Right. Yeah. So I always had pneumonia and it just weakened my lungs. So I can't be around like a lot of dust or bonfires. I mean, I can, but you know, but, well, not all day long. Continual and irritation. that fire, you live and breathe off of that fire. You never let that fire go out because that is how you cook. That's how you stay warm oh the whole nine gosh. yards. So it, eventually I was like, I can't breathe. It's weakening me. I, like, I'm not, I'm not good anymore. So, you know, I was kind of voted off. You were like, I'm out of here. Okay. I'm kind of out of here. Yeah. That's interesting. But I enjoyed it. I think the cast was amazing. Um... It was a good experience. Yeah. But now knowing, yeah, yeah. would I do another one I've of those I've been watching this Special Forces. Not. Have you seen Special Forces? I haven't. I've been watching the I've first the season. First I haven't season. watched the second season yet. Yeah. But I was like, first of all, the first thing they do is jump out of a helicopter backwards into the water. And I was like, yeah. I just don't want to jump off things. And I don't want anything with too many legs. And of course, yeah. the first thing they do is find out what you're afraid of and mm -hmm. then do that to you. That's the whole thing. Yeah. I kept saying I could eat anything. Oh, Which, not a no, spider. I I'm, I'm sure because I've traveled so much all over the world, oh. I've eaten things I don't know. Right. But yeah, don't tell me what it is. To be but honest tell with you, you they is. did the height thing with me because I'm fear of flying. Uh, so yeah, there you go. They got me. But to be honest with you, I said that and then watched a lot of my cast members eat things mm. like, I mean, blended up chicken gizzards, raw stuff. <laughs> You know, and they're throwing up, and it's just disgusting. I almost choked on a piece of bacon this you. morning, so. You just don't get rid of that smell, so. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think I can. Oh. So you made a good choice, Melissa. Yeah. yeah. Melissa, I have been a little stuck this holiday season, especially when trying to decide what to get for my parents. Oh, well, I have got a great suggestion for you. Have you heard of StoryWorth? 
I have heard of StoryWorth. Yes. This is exciting. Story have you done this before? So awesome. We have. We did it for my mother, and it's so amazing. It's it's fun. It's easy. This is how anyone can write a book about their life. Tell me about your experience with StoryWorth. So you bought this for your mom. Yeah. What happens? So me and my sisters got StoryWorth for my mom. And so basically every week, StoryWorth will send an email to your loved one of a single life-related question that you pick from their collection. It could be like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done? Or what's the furthest you've traveled? Oh, cool. Yeah. And all they have to do is reply with their story. And it's great because you get to read their story. So like one at a time, you also get to read it back. So you don't have to wait. And you don't have to end. wait till the end. You don't have to wait till the end of the year. So every week they get a question. They answer that question. You get to see the answer. And then after a year, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories, memories, even any photos that you want to put into a hardcover book. And it makes an amazing keepsake. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. Millions of stories have already been told with StoryWorth because they make the process so simple. Get started with your loved one for the holidays. And before you know it, you'll both be cherishing those timeless memories for generations to come. Yeah, absolutely. Help your family share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash WWB today and save $10 on your first purchase. That's StoryWorth, S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash WWB. And you can save $10 on your first purchase. StoryWorth.com slash WWB. Thanks, StoryWorth. Wait, we have to ask you, though, you have a Christmas song coming out. I do. It's or called it's Angels All Around. It's out now. And it's and so beautiful. Where can people find it? Spotify? Spotify, all the, all the different platforms. Um, TiffanyTunes.com, my website. Okay. That'll take you to all things Tiff World. And um, what, how, what inspired the song? What inspired the song was really we were writing, you know, in COVID a little bit. Mm -hmm. So many people were reaching out to me, all my fans. And they were just lost, mm. just like I was. My A lot of my family have passed on. And so that really just hit me hard. Yeah. I wanted to talk to my dad. I wanted to, you know, be with my grandmother and just have her mashed potatoes, oh. you know, that make me feel comforting. You know, so um, people were reaching out to me on private messenger. And a lot of them were you know, possibly suicidal. So, of mm. course, I'm writing back. Right. You know, that's always really hard to wonder what to say. Mm -hmm. But all I kept saying was, you know, there will be another day. Hope is is always, always around us. So then, you know, um, the other songwriter, Margie Hauser and Mark, we started to write Margie's here in Nashville. And so we she came to my studio and we social distanced mm -hmm. and we started writing this song. Wow. And I just kept, thinking the message is about simplicity, the, you know, the sunsets and early dawns, like oh, I, I, was, I was doing, yeah. waking up, I mean, all the time going, what do I do? What do I do? Because I had a new album out. And of course, that's all collapsing and right. just all of it. Um, and trying to tell these stories and trying to do a Christmas song, but yet an inspirational song. So it was, it was you know, there was times we I just broke down and cried. So that's and is what that it's you about. playing the piano? It's not. It's my fiance, Mark Alberici. Oh, okay. Oh. So yes, he's on there. Oh, awesome. Um, we, when we first recorded it, it was just a piano vocal because we couldn't go in the studio. Now we've oh, yeah. re-recorded it with bigger production. Oh, cool. Here in Nashville. Um, right. And it's and called I got Angels, all, Angels All Around. All Around. So everyone can find that on Spotify this everyone Christmas. Everyone can find that. It. Yeah, Tiffany And all Cube's year, it's always... not just Christmas. It's like... Well, it is very inspirational. It's a yeah. song whenever you're feeling lost. It's just to remember that 
you know, we don't know the end. Yeah. Um, and that there, there's good memories to take in, you know, even if for my, in my case, a lot of people have passed on, like mm-hmm. I said, but I was lucky to have those memories. Yeah. And even though I don't have them here, I still hear their voice. I yeah. still know their guidance. Yeah. I still know what they would say to me. Yeah. Um, I still feel their presence. So, you know, a lot of times I just have to go into, uh, you know, my secret place, or which is usually my closet, which sounds oh, ridiculous. No, no mine, mine too. too. I sit <laughs> in my no. closet on a stool, you know. Yes. I sit there and I just go, okay, this is my hiding place. And I just reflect. And I just, I can feel my dad yeah. going, come on, partner. Yeah. You know, he was military. Oh. So... He was loving and kind and wonderful, but yet he was also, come on now. Yeah. No, my kids know if mommy's upset, go check the closet. (laughs) I call it my hidey hole. That's yeah. Oh, my my sacred space. My friend Brooke, when she was, um, she was here on our show a few weeks ago, but she, um, she once told when I moved to Nashville, she was like, "You got to find your crying place." And I was like, what? She's like, you know, you got to find the place in your house where you go to cry. And I was like, <gasps> she's like, once you find that, you'll be okay. And I was like, yep. you know, that was like her, her news about or her like um, inspiration for me moving. Like once you find your crying place, and I was like, turns out to be the closet. Mm-hmm. It's the closet. Funny I, enough. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, my sister, who's she does a design company, Sharessa Desiree Designs. So we're all very talented in my family. My other sister's a cook and, you know, teacher. Oh, wow. But She's my sister Shara's jizz my my closet. So it's yeah. pictures of me. Oh, and all you know, of course, all the fantastic, all the old school outfits, and then all the fantastic I haven't been able to wear yet, and then my regular gym clothes and all that. Yeah. Jazz. And your beautiful but shoes, I, I assume. There I need I a picture of this closet. I know. The closet, depending on. Oh, we my should have done the podcast in your closet. Oh, it's that'd have been amazing. Place. You should host a podcast. She's from done a your great closet. job. Oh That's a great idea, actually. That's actually there's a party I used to go to Tiffany's at the Kentucky closet Derby. Confession. I love. There was it. a there was a party in the Kentucky Derby. Part of the like going on this like VIP trip to the Kentucky Derby was that you got to go through this woman's closet. It was all like glass um, enclosed. Yeah, it was, and it was like part. It was one of the floors of her house. It was like a uh, like a townhouse, and in the like second floor. floor, yeah, and you would just go through her closet. It was really cool. Mine's just a room. It's just a room, but it's enough. There's enough yeah, tiff in no. there. There's you know, but yes, I do. I I rotate the chair around. I, I start it. with just my gym clothes. Yeah, you know, going. <laughs> Feeling sorry and for I, myself. I, I rotate to my old school stuff, the girl I used to be, or whatever I'm going through, and then then I go into like the girl I want to be, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> look at her. I love it. Day is oh, the mood board, you know, yeah. version. Yeah. So yes, I just I do this little spin that. around. That's great. Yeah. Well, we place. have um, questions we ask everybody. In yes. the, our seasonal questions, uh, not seasonal as in Christmassy, Christmas. but. Uh, season nine, because it's season nine. So our season nine questions are, what is your hidden talent? Um, or do you put them all out there? Hidden, I think I put everything out there, really. Um, cooking. I have Let's oh. Food with Tiffany, which is my cooking club, and I'm doing a cookbook is that this on, year. Oh, are you? This, yeah, 2024, yeah. No well, you need it. With Chef Alicia uh, in Vegas, yeah. Test crew. We yeah. will have to, yes. Yeah. We like on. to eat. For Let's sure. Do it. So that's um, my grandmother was my dad's mom, Lebanese. My other grandmother, German. Um, and I was raised in East LA, basically. So lots of Mexican food. Okay. Um, but I mean, my my grandmother that you know, well, both I was kind of raised with both of them. You know, um, 
cooking was the heart of the family. Yeah. That was it. But my German grandmother married a Southern guy. Okay. So got the soul Southern food going on there. And that was it. I mean, as long as I remember as a kid, you had your morning, you know, your cornbread and your fresh <laughs> gravy and all that. As soon as I that married was a cleared, Southerner. you had your pot yeah. of beans on and your so funny. cornbread. And then as soon as that was done, you had your fried chicken. Yeah. And the same thing when I went to my Lebanese grandma. She would be making everything fresh. And then as soon as that was done, you were making tabbouleh and hummus. And mm. and I remember my friends coming, you know, after school because I lived with my, my dad's mom for a little while. And my friends going, what is that? You're like, it's uh, green. Oh, what is it. that? It's hummus. <laughs> and now I laugh because they're over at, you know, Whole Foods or someplace. And yeah. they're buying, buying all, all buying this hummus it. and tabbouleh. Yeah. I'm like, see, told you. See, but, um, my yum. Yeah. it was always about food. I mean, that was, yeah. and I think food and, and music that up. That's is great, really something that unites people. Yeah. So as true. I travel now. I can't do either. I can't sing and I can't cook. Oh, uh, so I love that. I, I mean, make people laugh and throw me. parties. It's really what, and it's, I'm bonding with fans. They're doing my recipes. Um, but as I travel now, being a full-time touring musician, I go to mom and pop places, yeah. high-end restaurants. I zhuzh up their recipe. They feature mine. But I love learning about different cultures. And Great. Well, look forward to it. What's I always want to know, called? you know, we haven't come up with, with a name yet, okay. but it is a take on pop art. Um, and it's, ta- you know, it's an, I don't want to say it's 80s because it's a little bit of retro flair more than anything. Nostalgia. But my take on and what I'm bringing to it is your after school specials, your comfort foods internationally and zhuzhing those, those up my way um, and making them fun, presentable dishes yeah. for, for parties. Well, awesome. you'll have to come back when that comes out. Yeah. Awesome. I want to come to your book party. We're January. Sure That's all I'm doing food. now from now until January because um, we do the official, all the photo shoots and stuff. Like I said, I have a partner in crime, wow. Chef Alicia, who's in Vegas. So I'll be going to Vegas in January to do all the rollout. How fun. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite line from a movie? Uh, I don't really have a favorite line for movies. Just one that pops in your head. My favorite <laughs> movie is Jaws. Uh, well, so Bruce didn't really talk that much, but <laughs> he does. Like I said, I think I said it earlier. He does roar. We, hey, um, have, you know, because that makes sense. I have a friend who. Wait, hold on. I have to find his um his Instagram because he's obsessed with Jaws too. Oh, it's my favorite. The no, brain. swim, Charlie, swim. Oh yeah. That line. The brain just went to um we were in New York a couple weeks ago and The Brain's her husband. Yes. He's in my ear if you didn't know that. Um and they saw a show he and my son saw a show called The Shark is Broken. It was like the last performance of it on Broadway. And it was just the dialogue between the three main actors from set as the shark was always broken. Oh, yeah. And oh. it's like them talking about it. And apparently it was amazing. I really? Didn't, I didn't get to see it myself. It's but closing, right? It, yeah, it yeah. just closed. Oh, but. man. I know. But also at the end of House, I used to love the show House. Mm-hmm. At the end, uh, one of the production cards has, he goes, that's a nice hat. Or that's a bad hat, Harry. Or something like that. And that's a line from Jaws, <laughs> from apparently. Jaws. I, we, my husband and I were like, why do they say that at the end of every episode? And we had to look it up. And we're like, oh, it's for a line from Jaws. Love it. It's a bad yes, hat, Harry. Jaws is my favorite. Um, do you have a hype song? Like right now or maybe for all time? 
a hype song. Like maybe when you're going to hit the mall for some like, or you're going to hit the thrift store um, some, you know for what? some real good One discount. One that makes me, f- well, gosh, there's a lot of them. Uh, if I Want to Cry, <laughs> Landslide. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. My favorite song, which is, Probably not an uplifting song, but Dust in the Wind by Kansas. Oh, wow. That's a great one. And if I want to just party and get down, I got a feeling. Oh, oh Black yeah. Eyed Peas. I, Black Eyed Peas, yeah. Such a good That's one. A my great kids album. love that one right now. I think I think it's in a movie right now or something because oh, my kids it? are really into I, it. I blast that song. That gets me going. I wonder if it's in Troll. I don't know what it is in, but it's, my kids, yeah, like Tucker, my little one, my 11-year-old, is like really into that song. Um, what would your last meal be? This is a hard one for you wow. since you love to cook. Cooking, yeah. Yeah. You got to pick one thing. Amanda tried to pick like a smorgasbord. Well, if it no, was my last meal. Can you do a buffet? Yeah. Does that count? No, she uh, tried. No. She tried. Trust me. She shut me long. down. It took too long. We don't have that much time. I would say my last meal. Tacos. Tacos. Carne Chicken, salad. beef. What Carne oh, okay. oh, I okay. I'm not big on beef, but I would make an exception. I can see that. Um, and what would your epitaph read on your gravestone? <laughs> it's so dark. Sorry. Merry Christmas. It's been very uplifting, ladies. <laughs> um, uh, she liked to laugh. Oh, that's a that's good one. That's so cute. I love yeah, that. I like that. I do. Oh, wait. Like I've got to ask Oh, that's what mine would be. I don't think I ever gave a true answer of what mine would be. Mine would probably be... Give someone a laugh who needs it. Because we used to say that before every Aww. episode of my show, Melissa really Joey and mm-hmm. No Good Nick. That was like our prayer before we'd go out. The the crew, the, the cast would pray together with some of the crew. And we'd say, let's give someone a laugh who needs it. And I have a frame yep. that says that. Yeah. Because you never That's know. A good one. I like that. And I like to laugh. I like, I mean, I laugh a lot at myself. And, but I like to laugh. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But she's got some this or that she's going to throw at you. All right. You ready? Okay. Hard pants or soft pants? Soft pants. <laughs> Jason Priestley was very thrown by that question. Yeah, he was. He was like, like, what? Uh, Boys don't really get that, no. I think, as much. Or, they don't get the leggings. Pants. They don't get to. You're in the South now. That's eat true. Pants. pants. That's a real thing. But boys don't get to wear leggings. Maybe that's why. All right, I'm going to get it right this time. Go out or stay in? Stay in. Mm. Barefoot or socks? Barefoot. Sleep in the buff or in PJs? Sleep in the buff. Hot tub or cold plunge? Hot tub. Nice. That's all I got. Yeah. And do you have your phone on you by any chance? I don't. You don't. Oh, okay. We were gonna we were gonna judge you and ask how many unread emails you think. How many do you think you might have? I don't have any. I don't think unless I've been since I've been sitting here. You check them every time. I check them and I throw away a lot of my junk mail. I don't (gasps) like to stock up. She's my girl. She's my girl. I don't either. Do you want to hear what this one has? Right now, I'm afraid. I'm really Do you not check your emails? I check them. She swears she does. I just don't delete. We go into this every day. Oh, I this delete. is our like. <laughs> I delete because, and I don't like the run-on emails now that are happening. Oh, I know that like so tags many that tags. It's and like, then it's like see more, and I'm like, yeah, I can't I, find I don't the link want, I'm looking I'll, for. Exactly, oh, it's so I don't confusing. Like that. It's very confusing. They made it worse. Not okay. my favorite. So I'm at thirty-three thousand seven hundred and eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does it make you want to vomit a little bit, like a little bit but in your mouth? I, I never miss things that I need. Mm-hmm. I just don't open you know of. emails that I don't. Want and to. someday you're going to open all those ah. and you're going to be like, oh, now I understand. This, these are the people that invited me here and there. And- <laughs> I've never missed anything important. <laughs> I didn't know that Kiss wanted me to come backstage <laughs> when I went to that concert. I had See, no idea. Yeah, I get rid of all my stuff so I don't get confused. Yeah. Because 
I have a very small team, so and I'm in charge of all of it. Yeah. So I have to know yeah. moment by moment what's going on. Same and with if me. I, I don't like... need to know it. I don't need to know it. Yeah. Get rid of it. You know <laughs> exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. I agree. That's fair. Yeah. I agree. Most of mine is like junk mail, though. Yeah. Like you buy one thing that's and you get 14 emails in response. Yeah. Just, and that's you need why to just start I get a rid new of all email of that. address. And I don't that. shop online too much either. So. <gasps> Well, oh, you so like the mall, me, as we pointed I do. Out. I like the real thing. I love to online shop, but I also love to bargain shop. Yes. You so do. you have to do that in person most of the time. Yes, you Well, do. Tiffany, thank you so much thank for being you. here. Merry Christmas. Where can everybody thank find you. your song and all your stuff? Everything can go to, everybody can go to tiffanytunes.com. Okay. That's my website. That's all things Tiff World from my online boutique to Let's Food with Tiffany, to the music. And then we'll know, from there, we'll know where you're. Yes, I always say, or Instagram, Facebook, I'm pretty much, you know, up to date. I do a lot of it myself. And go to Spotify. And go to Spotify. It's on all the streaming platforms. Yes, Angels on the Round is all around. All so around. good. Too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes. This, our new our gift this year is we have a new best friend. We do. <laughs> yes. I'm so, In Nashville. I'm so excited I love to it. meet you guys because <laughs> I really am sincere about that. I like to stay in touch. Yeah. Well, I'm I like try friends good here. I know. You know. Yes. Definitely. We'll have to have a cooking something. Yeah, something. Sounds good. Let's do it. Let's do it. Thanks, girl. I'll bring on my eating pants. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Woman at bench. Yeah. So good.